Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And my grandmother said, I said, Ernest, as you looked out there and you talked about how the cotton was opening up, you know, and you can, uh, you know, you'll get your heart's desire. See, this is Saturday afternoon now. We're going to start picking cotton Monday morning. You can pick cotton Monday morning. And she said, he looked at her and said, well, Mama, I won't be here. Well, she said he was always such a good boy. Exceptional, brilliant, and such a good boy. I said, honey, what do you mean you will not be here? He said, I'm going to be up there with Jesus. You are? How do you know that? I said, how do you know that? Your spirit was alive to God. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Developing the Human Spirit by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Now as I grew older, actually I got about nine years of age, then I reached, in my condition, some people reach that age of accountability earlier than others, but it's about nine then, and I went the other way, you see, and sin revived, and I died. And I didn't have that then for those years, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I didn't have that. I didn't have any contact with God. I was going to do something else. I'm going to make a lawyer now. But the minute I was born again, April the 22nd, 1933, at 20 minutes till 8 o'clock on Saturday night in the south bedroom of 405 North College Street in the city of McKinney, Texas, the minute I was born again, my spirit's right back there where it was as a little child. And that minute I was born again, I said, all right, God, you get me up from here and I'll go preach. That's the first thing I said. See, my spirit immediately knew that. I remember my grandmother and my mother used to tell this. They didn't understand, and as I began to search, then I understood it. My mother had two other children in the family, another girl, another sister, and just one brother. Just three of the children. She's a whole lot older than the other two because there's two children that died between her and the third one, you see. So therefore, she is a whole lot older, and they sort of looked to her like she was their mama, so to speak, because she saw after them, you know, because she's much older than them. And so I remember my grandmother used to talk about this, and she didn't understand it. They were not bad people, but they were not exactly, you know, church-going people. They didn't have any church. My grandfather owned a farm, and then he had a country store, an old general store out in the country many, many years ago, before the turn of the century right at the turn of the century, 1900. Well, before 1900. And they had no church out there in the country. And so they didn't go to church. Wasn't anyone to go to. And it, it always bothered, you see, my grandmother, because this boy, the second one, just a couple of years younger than my mother, died at nine years of age, earnest. 
And you see, he never did go to church. There wasn't any church to go to. Well, my grandmother became involved with some folks that agreed on water baptism. You know, you're not saved unless you're baptized in water. So he never made any kind of profession. He never was baptized in water. Did he go to heaven? Well, it was fall of the year, just a little bit before now. You see, open back in September, you start picking cotton down in Texas usually. And he'd wanted to get out there. Cotton grew right up against the house almost. And he'd been wanting to get out there because the cotton's being opened up and they wouldn't let him. They didn't start school. He's nine years of age, but he didn't go to school. They didn't grade you by grades in those days. They, they studied books. You said so many books. But the teacher said, Miss Drake, I believe I'd let him lay out of school a, a year or two. He learns too fast. He's already gone. I mean, just eight years of age. He's just gone through everything we've got. He's, he's a genius. He's beyond his years. And, and they didn't know. Now they call them exceptional children, you know, and, and make provision for them. Then they didn't understand all of that, you know. The teacher said, he just scares me because he knows so much and learns so fast, you know. And, and I just let him stay out so he didn't even go to school. So they were sitting at the noon table on Saturday eating. And out there in the country... Grandpa closed the store up at Saturday at noon and then didn't open up on Sunday. You see, just open five and a half days a week. So he'd close the store up at noontime and come to the house to eat. And so they're at the table eating. And my grandmother said, I said, Ernest, as he looked out there and he talked about how the cotton was opening up, you know, and you can, uh, you know, you'll get your heart's desire See, this is Saturday afternoon now. We're going to start picking cotton Monday morning. You can pick cotton Monday morning. And she said, he looked at her and said, well, Mama, I won't be here. Well, she said he was always such a good boy. Exceptional, brilliant, and such a good boy. I said, honey, what do you mean you will not be here? He said, I'm going to be up there with Jesus. He was. How do you know that? I said, how do you know that? His spirit was alive to God. How did he even know he's going to be up there? Jesus. They didn't have any church in the community. He didn't go to church. How do you know that? His spirit was alive to God. Are you listening to me? I read the testimony of some folks. This lady wrote to let me know about the book somebody put in their hand, my books on faith, that it had brought her husband out, she and her husband through. Now, they belonged to a church, she said, but like she said, we just were church members. We didn't know it, but we were not born again. We did not know Jesus as a personal Savior. And we were going at a higher rate of speed, and I'd said to her, I'd better slow down, you know, and and he didn't slow down enough on the curb and the thing rolled, the car rolled and actually there's a house there and it just rolled over and went right into the front porch and right into this house. And he was severely injured. In fact, doctors just give up on him. He's going to die. But there in the hospital, somebody ministered to him and got both of them saved, born again. And then she said, they put your book, What Faith Is, in our hands and we began to exercise faith and God brought her husband out of it and they're actually they're out working in the ministry today for God. But she said, 
At that time, our only child, three and a half year old boy, was home with the babysitter. And at 9.30, they were watching the television. Now, they were not Christians, so the boy hadn't been brought up. He had been brought up in the religious home, but they were not Christian people. Never been born again. His parents were unsaved. He jumped up and turned the television off and ran outside the house. And the babysitter ran out after him and said, uh, you know, to get him because he just ran out of screaming and crying. What's the matter? What's the matter? Grabbed a hold of him to carry him back in. Three and a half year old child. He said, we've got to save mom and daddy. We've got to save mom and daddy. And just at that moment, that car, see, he didn't make this curve and it went rolling off of the road and into this house. How'd that little child know that? Because his spirit's alive to God. Are you listening to me? I was preaching a convention for one of our full gospel churches, denominations. We were eating in the cafeteria, preaching this camp meeting, and we were eating in the cafeteria, and it was a, a district convention and camp meeting combined. And a young lady said to me, she and her husbands were graduated of this denomination's main Bible school. They went out to a town where there was no full gospel church and built a new work, and, and it was prospering. His roommate in college and in Bible school worked with Youth for Christ. And they'd had an airplane accident and several of them were killed, you remember, back in the 50s, back up in Washington, Oregon. And they wanted him to come because he was his roommate in college and in Bible school, come and preach his funeral. Well, they're in a small town. There's no airlines there, but somebody there in town owned a private plane and they said, well, I'll fly you over there to preach the funeral. And so they got up real early, about five o'clock in the morning, and their two children, a little boy, between four and five, little girl, just about three. And she said to me, they were asleep. I didn't want to leave them in the postage by themselves. I'm going to drive him out to the airport. So I just put them in the back seat of the car in their pajamas. You know, we drove out there to this little airport in this smaller town. And he got in the plane and it took off. Just as it took off, this little boy in his pajamas asleep in the back seat of the car between four and five, about four and a half, well, virtually five years of age. He just suddenly rose up and said, Mama, Mama, as the plane was going down the, the runway to take off. Daddy's not on that plane, is he? Daddy's not on that plane, is he? And she said, yes, honey, you know he went and they called this this friend of his uncle, though it really wasn't any kin to him, you know, he went to preach uncle so-and-so's funeral. And that little boy said, don't daddy know that plane's gonna run into that mountain? He hadn't got the words out of his mouth hardly till the plane run into the mountain. His daddy was instantly killed. Now how'd that little kid know that? He'd never been born again. He wasn't filled with the Holy Ghost. His spirit's alive to God. Now, why didn't his daddy know it? He's born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. Why didn't his mother know it? She's born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. Both of them are ordained ministers with their full gospel denomination. Why didn't they know it? Because their spirit, though it's born again, has not been developed in spiritual things. Are you listening to me? Though it's alive to God, They've come through that period, you see, where their mind and their flesh begin to dominate them. And sin dominated them. 
And unless you can get your mind renewed with the word of God where your spirit through your mind can dominate your body and the Holy Ghost through your spirit, then your spirit through your mind that's renewed with the word of God, you will not know these things. I went and preached Brother J.R. Goodwin's funeral. Brother Goodwin's Assembly of God pastor. Well, he's about 80 years of age. Went home to be with the Lord. I knew Brother and Sister Goodwin, you know, became acquainted with them over 40 years ago. We were pastor. They, they were pastor of a church also only 15 miles away, so we had rich fellowship with them through the years. I preached to meetings down after I was on the field down in East Texas. They were pastors. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. It's the classic DVD, Gathering Up the Spoil by Kenneth E. Hagan. On this power-packed DVD from Camp Meeting 1998, Kenneth E. Hagan explains that you're opposed by a defeated enemy and teaches you how to gather up the spoil of the battle Jesus won. Deliverance, salvation, divine healing, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, righteousness, peace, and joy. This timeless teaching DVD is just $14.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. That's right. And every Sunday night, we are in Oklahoma City, 8921 Northwest Expressway, Rama Bible Church, 6 p.m. every Sunday yeah. night. And somebody said, well, you just have Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, you know, many years ago, they started Saturday night services, so everybody could be off on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, now, wait a minute. Let's do Sunday night. You can have the whole weekend and come experience Sunday morning on Sunday That's night right. at 6 p.m. And uh, so come on out there and be with us. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Developing the Human Spirit. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.